Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. This is going to be Molly Taylor winning the first ever Extreme EX Prix. She crosses the line. She has done a fabulous job, and no wonder she is smiling. The driver's seat. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Start the celebrations for McLaren. The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. And we are back. Season number six of the driver's seat kicks us all off. My name is Nim Sazor, joined as always by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Boys, welcome back. Thank you, mate. How's that? I got my microphone on. (laughs) What a ripping start to the year. I've actually got my microphone on. I've been looking forward to this for about the last two hours. And... uh, uh, been getting a lot of questions. I've been looking forward to it for two weeks. Have Maddie. you really? Two weeks? Yeah. Mate, I started thinking about the show about 45 minutes mate, ago. we've been messaging for the last two <laughs> yeah. weeks on our little group chat about what we're going to do. And Is that what that was? You're correct. I wondered what the ding was going off in my phone. I should really <laughs> check that a little bit more. But uh, Well, you uh, still can't print anything out. You print your run shit out and you still can't print I anything still out. I still can't do it. I, Nimsy, I don't know what you sent me, but it's nowhere near well, as good as Stevie J's. Yeah. Hey, Nimsy, I know we're going to go to our first guest, but... Can I just – the off-season has been really interesting for all of us. I've been sitting on a couch munching bags of chips, drinking Coca-Cola. I'm so glad One you said Steve, chips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One Stephen Johnson, he is half the man and twice the driver. He has lost 20 to 25 kilos in the off-season and looks magnificent, ladies and gentlemen. I Steve like Johnson the, getting amongst it. There you go. I look like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Uh, and Stevie J, sensational, mate. Thank Congratulations you, mate. to you. Great off-season. Thank well you, mate. Yeah, it's, uh, it was, it's good. It's good to be able to put your mind to something over, especially over the Christmas period, Christmas break, New Year's, and, and actually be it. disciplined to do it, you know. <laughs> I was about to say, that'd be very dangerous for you, the oh. Christmas period. But um, boy, boy. <laughs> look, we'll, we'll boy, get, we'll, we'd love to get your texts, and they're coming in thick and fast at the moment, 0433 on the temper text. But we do have to get to our first guest for 2022, and we can't do it without giving him a proper intro. Right here, right now, right here. Victory before, but this one's going to be sweet. His first ever win for Shelby Power Racing at on Deep Esquire. With a 4.5 second margin in hand, Deep Pasquale is going to close this one out. Race number 20 of the championship belongs to Anton Deep Pasquale and the Shell V Power Racing team. Gasses it up, slides it sideways out of the final corner, and once again, I repeat the phrase Anton Deep Pasquale, a winner at Sydney Motorsport Park. 
Quite a reoccurring theme of uh, 2021 there was, of course, Anton DePasquale in his debut season for the Shell V-Power Racing Team. He is our Ryko Filters feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. So please welcome back to the driver's seat the one and only Anton DePasquale. Good day, fellas. How's it going? Mate, we are really well. And you are, this could be ominous for you, mate. You are number one. The, the number one drop for the year, first guest for the sixth season of The Driver's Seat. That could be an ominous thing for you because uh, we've had some big guests at the start of our shows and the start of our years in years gone by, and they've gone on to be, uh, not to put too much pressure on you, they've gone on to win Bathurst and be champions. So uh, this could be a good thing for you. Oh, I feel privileged and honoured. It's a it's a good feat. Um, and, and I've got a new intro, so it's all going well. <laughs> it's going very well. But before we look forward, and I know one of Dick Johnson's favourite saying is the only thing you get when you look backwards is a sore neck. But let's let's talk about 2021, your debut year with DJRT. I was going to say DJR Team Penske, then yeah. DJR. Yes, DJR. Um, <laughs> DJR, give me your scorecard. Give me your, uh, you know, ABCD. How was your first year? Oh, I, I generally don't do scorecards. I tried to avoid them at school and still <laughs> trying to avoid them into my adult life. But um, so I don't know. I leave the scorecards up to other people. But I think we had a we had a pretty solid year um, first year with the team and sort of getting up to speed and all that kind of stuff. Um, obviously, we had plenty of highs throughout the year and we had a few lows, which um, we'll try and you know, as as everyone always says, try and rectify them into this year and hopefully have a solid solid uh, 12 months of racing and see what comes out of the end of it. Hey, mate, uh, you know, I'm looking, I am looking at your scorecard here because Nimsy's made me print it out in colour, which is great, <laughs> so I can read it. Um, you know, 11 wins and um, obviously a lot of poles. I mean, was it 11 poles, Matty? 11, 11 poles, poles, I think. Yep, seven wins. Um, yeah. So, and there's a lot of P2s and P3s here, mate. So, I mean... Usually it does take a little while for someone to settle into a new team. I mean, you, you have come from Erebus over to DJR. Um, you know, had to I learn think, French to work with Luda. To, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I still don't understand him. When I listen to that radio talk, I don't know how you do it. But um, but uh, like, when you look at it, mate, you, know, you had six DNFs. You finished sixth in the championship and you still had six DNFs. I mean, if you just average those DNFs out to maybe your top five, you you know you're probably P2 in the championship. So you know there's there's a lot of things that you can look back at last year and go, you know, that was a very mm. very solid year performance-wise with a new team, you know, and the team changed too. Obviously, uh, Roger Penske is no longer there. So uh, you know, I think moving into 2022, you've got to be pretty confident. Um yeah, I mean, I guess looking back on it, we had a really good uh season. Like you said, there a few DNFs, some my fault, some some reliability, and a bit of both, and all that kind of stuff. So we've uh, spent the off season trying to rectify that, trying to make myself better, and um, I think as the year went on, all that got better naturally anyway. So yeah, we're, we'll try and come out firing um, and try and give a consistent uh, season of results and see what comes out of it. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully we're fighting somewhere at the front, which I think we should be, and. Hopefully, we can uh, come out on top of any fight we get involved in. And, mate, speaking of off-season, you're relatively quiet from what I can gather on the socials. What did you get up to during your off-season? Like, did you do what I did? And well, you went and did the 24-hour race. Blow out while I was kind of alluding to that. So what, <laughs> yes. what did you uh, – because you are one of the few drivers that actually still got to do some competitive racing. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm like, off season's good. You get about a week into it, spend a bit of time with your family and friends, and then you sort of get bored pretty quickly. So, um, start looking for things to do very quickly into the off season. Um, so yeah, got lucky enough to, uh, go over to Dubai, do a 24 hour over there. So something I've never done before, um, you know, 80, 80 odd cars on track and a track probably, you know, similar sort of to the bends. It's pretty hectic. So through the night, um, and all that, and we're, and got fortunate to go over a really good bunch of people and we had an awesome time and got a pretty good result. So, um, that, then back into the karting and sort of the normal stuff I do, but yeah, never been one to get the phone out every every moment of my day and take photos and selfies and stories and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up generally in a private life, but I mean, it's obviously something that we like to do when there's something cool, but yeah, got got to spend a bit of time over there, which was awesome. But a lot of the time was just sort of spent um, not being able to go home because of the borders and yeah, after yeah, Sydney, all that. So I went to Melbourne, then come back to the to the Gold Coast to home and then was like straight to Dubai then couldn't come back to Gold Coast again so went back to Melbourne again so um, yeah after I finally got home just spent a bit of time at home because I didn't get to do much over that mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. Um, I had an awesome off season but really yeah just got bored pretty quickly and started looking forward to the next race <laughs> Mate you also uh, obviously in the off season you also have done quite a few days uh, in the new Gen 3 Mustang I mean give us your you know it's it's really probably been the first time over the year apart from obviously where it was launched at Bathurst where people have seen a lot of it they've actually been able to go out to Queensland Raceway mm. and watch and, and listen to it and, and watch both cars um, you know there's been quite a few drivers in there as well with I think James Courtney's driven it there's been quite a few oh, yeah. yourself Kostecki. and Will D and Kostecki um, what's your what's your I mean everyone's keen to know what everyone's thoughts are on it but um, a lot of development still to be done but do you think moving forward in, in a year's time the cars and what they're trying to do with regard to racing and, and keeping it close and keeping it a bit more, I guess you can't really call entertaining. it. Entertaining. Entertaining. <laughs> I was going to say basic, but it's still very technical. What, what's your thoughts on it, mate? What do you think it's going to be like, especially for you as a driver? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of points to touch on because it's completely different. So you jump from, you know, the blueprint car to the car of the future. It's kind of the same but better you know, where this is a whole redesign and it's a completely different feeling and all that stuff. So, so far, it sounds awesome, looks awesome. And from the outside, you know, from a spectator's point of view, I think it's going to be really cool. I mean, how the racing is going to be, it's impossible for me to say that. I think it's obviously going to be maybe a touch better than what we've got now, but until you race and do the first round and get into a battle, it's uh, sort of yeah. something very hard to say. But driving the car is fun. There's still a few sort of teasing things that we, you know, that... I'm the category another out, but yep. um, as a base already, I think it's quite good and it sounds awesome and makes a lot of noise and does all that cool stuff. So, um, yep. yeah, I think that's that's a big tick. There's still a few things to before races, which is part of designing a whole new car. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I haven't thought about it too much. Obviously, got to do one day in it and sort of gave my feedback and all that stuff, and just enjoyed driving a car around QR, um, which is probably something you don't say too often. But <laughs> um, yeah. After that, I sort of just sort of parked that in the back of my mind and worry about the year we've got ahead, and that's sort of our yep. first point of call, um, and leave all that stuff up to the up to the guys in charge of all that. But yeah, at the moment, it looks cool and sounds cool, so that's yep. that's already a big tick. I mean, I, yeah, we don't want to touch on it too much. We've got plenty more to talk about, but um, you know, I've obviously lucky enough to be able to have a look at it in the in the DJR workshop, and a couple of things um, that I 
see that are quite different, obviously, apart from, you know, the engine and all that sort of stuff's different to what we currently run. Um, you know, the driving position is quite different. You know, your feet are actually a lot higher. Uh, the steering wheel is a lot mm-hmm. more square and straighter with you. Um, and from what I hear, the car is a little bit, well, you said it's different to drive. Um, is it harder to drive? Is it Does it slide around more? It's got a different tyre and stuff on it. So, um, you know, what are your thoughts there? What's the driving position like to start with? Um, yeah, driving position, yeah, like you touched on, is a bit different. Um, you kind of feed a bit higher and you're sort of in a bit smaller space because that's sort of way, the way the car's designed. Um, and, yeah, I mean, once until we get, like, our own car and your own seat and stuff, you're always going to pull up sore and all that normal stuff, yeah. as, as if you would if I, if, if I jumped in Will's car, you know, I'd, I'd always be uncomfortable, my leg starts going sore or whatever, so... Um, all that sort of stuff we're still working through. There's a couple of things, you know, which the, just having higher feed and stuff changes it a little bit. But, yeah. I mean, it's nothing that we won't work out and won't. it's not really a big problem, you know. It's something you just sort of, you fix it and, and forget about it. Um, but in terms of harder to drive, I mean, it's a hard one to say because is any car easy to drive? And then, you know, like every car is easy to drive without a, a stopwatch on and then every car once a stopwatch comes out gets start, suddenly gets pretty hard to drive because <laughs> you compare against someone that's faster than you so yeah i mean it's only as it's only as hard to drive as how fast you go so yeah well I that means that so what you're basically saying is that if maddie mckeldon drove it <laughs> it would handle like an absolute dream because he wouldn't have even be yeah, anywhere near halfway yeah, through absolutely. the halfway to the yeah, limit it would either be that or in the fence so. <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> It's, it's one of those things, isn't it? Like, yeah, our cars now are like pretty easy to drive at about ninety percent, but at a hundred, it's extremely hard. And same as a GT car, and you know, Gen three is going the same. A three eighty six is the same. They're all easy when you're going slow, but when you're going apparently fast, two cars the same. Tense, it's very hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's a TA two cars the same apparently too. Yeah. Uh, Maddie found out at Bathurst. Anyway, let's not yeah, talk right. about me. <laughs> let's not talk about me. Hey, Anton, we are going to. Uh, go out to the hallway in a minute and uh, grab the crystal balls out of the cupboard, give them a dust off and talk about this year and who we think is going to win. Let's take you out of the conversation. Generally, I I would imagine you'd think you're the odds on for the championship. So we'll take that as a given. Um, Where do you think the folks around you will sit this year? You've got Brock Feeney, who's a fellow graduate of the Norwell Academy there, like yourself. Um, we've got yeah. second or rookies that are now coming into their second year who yeah. are like, you know, Kostecki and, and Will Brown and those sorts of guys. Well, got where rookies do you that think... have matured, like, you know, like Absolutely. Todd Hazelwood that's got Absolutely. a bit more experience. Where do you think the big challenges are going to come from? The normal or do you think we're going to see some, you know, some interlopers, maybe someone from Brad Jones, someone like that really pop up and be competitive? Um, oh, mate, to be honest, I'm really put too much thought into that. I sort of go out there and try and beat everyone and everyone's sort of an enemy. So whoever's, you know, hopefully you don't really notice who's around you. But I mean, I guess obviously the normal hitters are going to be there, aren't they? Not much has changed. So there's no reason for, you know, someone like Shane to go out there and be slow. It just doesn't make sense. Um, You know, Chaz obviously was, if Chaz rolls out like how he did at Bathurst, well, he's going to win every race. So yeah. What about Percat? Um, what do you, what do you, what's your, what's your take on Percat at WAU? Obviously, Forward was there the last two years. Probably couldn't get the most out of the car and was a rookie himself. Throw Percat in there. Yeah. Do you think we could see two really competitive WAU cars? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of competitive people throughout the year, and I imagine 
like normal is going to change and we, you know people are going to come up and down and stuff like that. So um, yeah, Percat's obviously a qualified steer, so there's no reason for him to be um, anywhere you know far off Chaz at any one point. Um, yeah, I mean <laughs> to be honest, everyone's a threat. So yeah, there's mm. no one that you look at and you, you're not concerned. Like you don't you know you don't give credit to. So everyone deserves the respect of you know they they could go really well on their day. So. Yeah, it's hard to say. Obviously, your normal hitters are going to be there, and there's a lot of guys ready to take up um, any opportunity for sure. And I think one of the things, um, a couple of years ago, a guy called Scott McLaughlin um, had a really good year and then muffed it in the final race at Newcastle, hit Lowndes, and a, uh, someone became a seven-time championship champion winner in Wind Cup. <laughs> yeah. I, said, I said at that point in time, I think um, we've awoken a sleeping giant in – Scotty Mack, and he came back out and proved that, and he smacked everyone for the next couple of years. Three years, three actually. Three years. You're... Oh, righto. <laughs> a couple of years. Three years. What? Three years, <laughs> Captain. Um, one, of the, one of the things I noted from last year as a bit of a standout performance, and possibly the same, again, not to put too much pressure on you, was your performances at Sydney Motorsport Park, because in that final swing at the end there, because you were... You looked in control, dominant, firing, confident, all the sorts of things you want to be at the back end of the year heading into the new year. Well, he won five out of the nine races. Exactly. So <laughs> uh, this could be – I think I think I, I may have even said it, yep. that I, ADP's now found his feet, he's found his spot, look out 2022. Is that how you felt at the end of the year? Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, I just – I go out there and sort of – every session I'm trying to go fastest and trying to win every race and trying to get the biggest trophy. And, you know, that's obviously not a realistic thing. You can't do that, but, um, yeah, you're just going out there to sort of beat everyone every time you get in the car. So don't really think about it too much like that. Um, just trying to put in, you know, maximize what we got on any which day. So in Sydney, we obviously had a really fast car. So you're trying to win every race. Um, but sometimes you might have a car that's good enough for third. So you try and get third, but, you're ultimately trying to beat everyone all the time. That's just sort of the nature of the beast. So, yeah, I don't really get into that whole, um, you know, confidence, mindset, all that kind of stuff. You just try and go fast and, you know, put the right tire pressures in and see what happens. Mate, and that was probably the most evident at Bathurst, wasn't it? You were so dominant at SMP and then you went to Bathurst. And I'm not saying, we, you know, you weren't dominant. You weren't you're still dominant. qualified second. But, mm. but, but as a race car... Uh, you didn't have the fastest race car. You probably had a car good enough for top three, but, um, you know, yep. it's it's just so quick how it can change, isn't it? And you go to different places. And and I think um, this year going to Bathurst, I think you guys and DJR will have a much better grasp on what needs to be done to make the car fast, like obviously WAU had. Yeah, for sure. We'll have a bit better idea. I mean, qualified second, but... You know, our car was just sort of ragging it and got a lap out of it, which was cool. Um, but, yeah, during the race, we were sort of top three all day, and we sort of worked that out pretty early on in the piece, and that was sort of our goal. Ultimately, that didn't happen. But, yeah, sometimes it swaps and changes so much. You know, every, tra- every track is so different. So um, some cars suit some, some cars suit others. Hopefully, you've got a car that, you know, suits most. And um, I think we've got something like that. So, um, yeah, we're, I'm pretty excited to just get behind it and get stuck in and uh, – start talking about, you know, race car things again. Well, Anton, you've 
Mate, you've had a pretty big day, so because I know you had a media day this morning, and now you're jumping on the show with us tonight. So uh, we'll let you go because we've yeah. kept uh, a lot of you for this evening. But uh, mate, good luck awesome. at SMP in a couple of weeks' time, and uh, no doubt we look forward to seeing Car Eleven up the front uh, for much Thanks, of guys. 2022. No, all of 2022. Thanks very much. Nice chatting to you. <laughs> <laughs> Catch you, mate. Have a good one. Cheers. Anton De Pasquale joining us here on the driver's seat. Our feature interview, thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. He just goes about it really quick and simple, doesn't he? He's He's got... He, the good thing about he's him... Like he's got no ego, does he? He's no. just, oh, oh, mate, I'm just going to drive the car and I'm going to be as fast as I can. And, you know, you've got to have self-belief, though. You do. And he's clearly got the confidence and the self-belief to do it, but doesn't get wrapped up in the ego well, by he the doesn't, sound of it. What he doesn't get wrapped up in is thinking about what everybody else is doing no. and thinking about, oh, you know, is, is Shane going to be fast this year? And this, he just expects, he literally expects everyone to be fast. Yep. And he's just got to do a better job to beat them. That's it. And it's a very simple mindset. And I think that's really uh, his, you know, like the his trait, you know, and, and his where, yeah, his persona, because he's a very laid back person in real life, but he's a very, very strong willed person that just wants to, is burning to win. I can't wait to dust off your balls and find <laughs> out exactly. <laughs> Ooh, doesn't that a thought? Well, the and good, the, uh, get your thoughts on where he's going to be this year. Well, it's not just uh, Steve's balls and our balls, but uh, our listeners' balls we're going to bring out too. Crystal balls we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, That's a lot of balls, uh, quite frankly. Well, it's Don't our show. We've got to do predictions, so balls <laughs> out. Um, <laughs> we do. There's another saying there, that, but I, it's probably a little bit too early around the country to be saying that saying. So I'll just, well, in Queensland I'll, it is anyway. Well, I'll just <laughs> stay with you, Nimsy, and what you said. <laughs> but uh, you're listening to the driver's seat. 0433 98 11 16 if you'd like to jump on board the text line. In fact, before we go to a break, we'll get, do you want to get through some of these texts, boys? Mate, if we've got time, uh, Michael text in. G'day, Michael. NASCAR, amazing 23-year-old taking it out. Absolutely. How good. Austin Sindrick. Austin Sindrick, the young fella. Little Rookie guru. on debut. Know him quite well. Yep. Met him the first time. He We drove the same car here in Queensland when he first came out to drive a supercar. Then he went on to do the Bathurst 12-hour, obviously, with Erebus. And yep. Just a ripping young bloke. Yep. And, Tim's um, kid. Got a, Tim, Tim Sindrick's, Tim Sindrick's young kid. Absolutely. So, and just go. good on him. Uh, and my, Michael's follow-up to that. Evening, boys. Welcome back. Did you put on any weight over the break? <laughs> Mate, whatever Stevie lost, I found. Michael, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Um, Greg from Upper Coomera. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. There was a... TV show like that wasn't yeah. Welcome Back Connor. Welcome Back Connor. Yep. Yeah. Go, gone is the drudgery of Wednesday evening. Brackets now that the Winter Olympics has finished viewing. Uh, now let's crack on with some, some scintillating repartee and quick quips. Greg, oh, you've got the wrong show, Greg. You've got the wrong show. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're he, actually, he, he actually also messaged in just after that saying, yeah. Maddie is the last of the late preppers. Yeah. I messaged him at 2 p.m. saying T minus five hours. His response was, lol, I almost forgot. Yeah, well, you know what? Unlike you and perhaps Greg, I've got a real job that I've got to do that, you know, so I was fairly busy today. I was working on an MX-5. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that later. And, hey, for the first time in 2022, ladies and gentlemen, Tommy from Toowoomba. Welcome back, G'day, mate. Tom. Thank you. Good on you, Tommy. Um, hey, guys, three things. Welcome back. Great to hear you back again for another season. Thank you, mate. We really appreciate it. Uh, Maddie, how are you? Mate, I'm really good. Thank you. My shoulder, not so great, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, when are we going to see you back in the Kubota Mustang? Well, Stevie J and I have to have a long conversation about that, but he's going to be busy, I reckon, up until the end of August at the TA2 round. He doesn't know that yet. I'm just looking at his face. Uh, <laughs> Could and- be Stevie J doing a cameo in the Kubota Mustang. Well, maybe. You never know. You never know. Uh, 
Um, Stevie J, how is Jet feeling after his debut in the National Trans Am Series and TA2? Is Team Johnson crew happy with the two weekends of racing uh, with what he's done this year? Great to have you back and happy to be back, Tom. Yeah, absolutely, mate. We've, we're stoked. You know, mm. he, he's done a great job. Good couple of rounds. You know, I think he's uh, second in the championship in the TA2 after round one and fifth or uh, seventh. Seventh in Trans Am. So, Came away with some good experience, which is all we asked for, and uh, did a great job as well. So, yep, we'll, uh, we're off to a good start. Yeah. And you can, it was actually really – I really liked that uh, they managed to live stream that race because it was uh, it was something that I think more categories need to do. But anyway. Yeah. They do, but they also need to get their directors to talk to their camera people. Yeah, because yes. don't film the grass or the don't sky. Don't film the grass <laughs> the sky I was or the power lines. Say, I did love seeing a lot of power lines. It did <laughs> – Mate, how's the serenity? That's all I'm oh, saying. Right. Someone serenity. was checking text messages as well. I should have been filming, let me just say. But no, hopefully that will get better. <laughs> oh, yeah, fingers crossed. But uh, you're listening to The Driver's Seat. We've got plenty to get through here on the program, including a lot of your messages. So we'll do that next. Thanks to Kubota, together we are shaping and building Australia. This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together we are building Australia. It's the driver's seat back for 2022 uh, right across yes. uh, the entire SEN network. Great to have you company wherever you might be watching around the planet. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much there, Dwayne. <laughs> watching around the planet. <laughs> and remember, you can rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. It's available in the app store. <laughs> It is great to have your company. <laughs> but um, I don't think in this show, Nimsy, as much as we get messages from the UK and stuff like that, I don't think we've ever been watched any somewhere else on the planet other than here. Oh, you that's great. You never know. Oh, damn it. There's actually someone from the US that uh, sent us a message uh, that I forgot to put on our list, but I'll say He's that one. He's from Charlotte or something, isn't he? Yeah. Is that the yeah. Bloke from Charlotte? That's yeah, the one. The memory on McKeldam over yeah. a go. That was midway through last year, I reckon. Um, but uh, yeah, if you want to get on board, uh, very easy to do so. 0433 98 11 16 is the temper text line. But uh, we want to quickly get into, because obviously a lot has happened. It's been a hell of an off season. Mm. And thank you to everyone that has been jumping on board the driver's seat Facebook page because it's been humming along. And as you would have seen, boys, you probably would have got it more than I did. But uh, like everyone asking, when are you boys back? When are you boys back? Yeah. And uh, yeah. so we do thank you all for the support. And uh, it's it's because of you guys that we're able to do this. So thank you for that. And in fact, and apologies for leading a few of you astray because I thought we were coming back a bit earlier than this. But anyway, <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. All good. But let's let's talk about probably one of the biggest bits of news because a lot of our listeners, uh, especially on our Facebook page, wanted to have their say about this. But uh, And this is something that directly affects uh, you guys as well because these are your categories that you're involved in. Um, but TCR Australia, and in fact, I should say ARG's new broadcast deal with Stan Sports. So they announced a landmark broadcast deal ahead of the 2022 season with exclusive coverage of the Bathurst 6-hour in April and the super cheap auto Bathurst International in November, live and ad-free on Stan Sports. So the TCR Australia series will only be seen on Stan and possibly the Nine Network. However, S5000, Touring Car Masters, Trans Am, and most of the other ARG categories are locked behind a paywall as the newly branded Speed Series. So um, first off, I'll get your thoughts, boys, because uh, initially, what do you think of that one? Big news. Do, do I... Do I go early, Steve, to the corner and grab the soapbox, or should I just leave it in the corner for the moment? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, before you get on the soapbox, Cause, I'll cause say that... You're right in the middle of it. Yeah, I'm in the middle of it, but, you know, in the end of the day, um, when you speak to the hierarchy of ARG, which I did at Simmons Plains, um, you know, they were getting strung out, strung out, strung out with the deal that they were trying to obviously 
offshoot with with seven, mm-hmm. and and I believe, um, you know, they got to the point where I think it was like they didn't want it, uh, which I'm saying the network totally seven. And, and, well, they they didn't want it. They, to, they didn't want to pay for it. They didn't want to pay for it, but mm-hmm. they wanted. They still wanted to have it, so they thought that mm-hmm. there was no other options for them to go. And all of a sudden, um, the whole Stan and Nine thing turned up, and I believe that Seven was very pissed off about it. To be fair, and uh, because they didn't think that they had any any other option in the market, so mm. um, and it's a much much better deal than what they were going to get um, comp- compared to last year. Well, so let, it's it's so for me. I mean, we're at the mercy, you know, as us as competitors, we're at the mercy. We yep. we're not able to do anything but sit back and. Hope that they can put something together. Yep. Um, you know, and it's viable and from, for you guys too, and your sponsors. That's viable that we can sell. You know, and the hard thing is that, you know, when you get um, race meetings like we had down there, and yes, there was quite a few. And I know we've got a few texts uh, in saying about, um, you know, especially from Greg about the poor standards of driving at Simmons Plains and uh, and all that sort of stuff. And there was a lot of crashes. What else? Um, from my point of view, for that is, you know, you're going to have crashes at race meetings. Um, I understand that. Uh, but the recovery side of things was dreadful, right? And that's that's not nothing to do with ARG and nothing to do with the television, nothing to do with the drivers. Yeah, sure, they – you know, I mean, to take four laps to pull a car out of a sand trap, that's ridiculous, mm. you know. Um, so that's going to get rectified. But as a TV deal, Matty, you are much more um, – seasoned to be able to talk about that sort of stuff than me. I'm just a dumb race driver that's behind the wheel. Seat <laughs> spacer. Exactly. So let me so let me let me address it in this way, Nimsy, pretty simply. There are two there are two points of view here. There is the ARG and race consortium that bought supercars that now own obviously um, that whole circus. Which they paid I think what was the money? Mm, sixty mil? Something like that. Sixty mil sixty, seventy mil. So Steve's exactly right in what he says, and the Channel 7 just thought, oh, well, we'll run it again. That'll be lovely. Um, and then they had a competitor deal come in and offer um, a, a paying for content. Now, they're paying $5 mil a year on a four-year deal, which is a 20 mil deal, I believe, which is huge money, particularly when you just shelled out $65, 70000000 million for supercars. Yeah. So they ARG absolutely took the money and run. The coverage itself, I thought, was very good. I thought the commentators were great. Camera angles were fantastic. Being done by supercars, all that kind of stuff. Here's a kicker. I come to you now as a team driver, commercial person. It jeopardized almost every single deal of every person I know up and down pit lane. And in fact, there are two drivers that I know, one exceptionally high profile in TCR that is unlikely to be at the next round with... At all, or if he is there, more than likely won't be there with his current sponsor. And it's super high profile. And in fact, a winner from Tasmania. Because at the very last moment, they went, hang on a second. We're now on Stan Sport. No one knows about Stan Sport unless you're Rugby Union. That's the only, at that stage, that was really their highest profile um, entity that they had. So there was no, there is absolutely no culture to go to Stan Sport to look for sport and motorsport. Now, they've got IndyCar, World Rally, uh, World Endurance they're Championship, having a good crack. WE. They're, they're having definitely a crack. having a good crack. But here's the thing. You've got to have Stan, which is 20 bucks a month, and then you've got to buy Stan Sport on top of that. So that's another 10 bucks a month. Mm. So that's 30 bucks a month. Now, if you don't want to watch anything on Stan, Sport, uh, on Stan which you should because Billions is on there and it's sensational. Yeah, yeah. But, better call Saul um, coming back uh, this, absolutely. this April. <laughs> absolutely. Um, uh, if you don't want any of that, 
then you can't just independently go and get Stan Sport and, and watch your favourite mm. racing because at 10 bucks a month, you'd probably do that, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's fraught with danger. As teams and drivers, it's a real kick in the you-know-whats with a run-up on a cold day with footy boots, and it's going to take a heck of a long time for there to be a habit of going to Stan Sport yep. to watch racing. Right now, we go to Fox, happy days. Or we, we go, go to KO, KO yeah. happy KO, days. Yeah. But even those two took a few years to get right. And that was on the back of established Formula One, World Rally Championship, and Supercars. We are talking about a, a number of categories here that are absolutely in their infancy and have been stuffed around heavily by COVID. Yep. These cars, these teams, and these drivers need to be seen on free-to-air by as many eyeballs as possible to concrete or solidify the future of these categories. I think whilst it puts five mil a year into the coffers of ARG and race, I think it really puts in jeopardy the drivers and the teams. Oh, and, and, and the entrance. That's well, the, not, the people, that's you know. not a... That's well, not an you, opinion. That's you're just not, saying a that's reality fact, there because I've already seen it happen twice. Now, oh, and in fact, one of the drivers has just text messaged me in. Well, so because he's listening to the show and um, he, you know, he was absent from that round because of commercial oddities and frailties with this new stand deal. So I get why they've done it, but geez, Louise, it's a hell of a risk. Mm. It, it is. It really hell, is. It's a hell of a risk too. But also at the same time, it, it, they have to do what's best for them as a company too. And I, I get that, but because uh, like that's the same argument that a lot of um, like Cricket Australia, the fact that you can't watch One Day Internationals on free to wear like you have for the past you know seventy odd years is yeah. a big thing, and well, it's really affected, and it's affected uh, the crowds. Absolutely, look at soccer, Nimsy. That's on what Paramount Plus or something. Uh, a League is on Paramount Plus, but Champions League right. is on uh, is on um, Stan Sports. So if you're right. a so if you're a fan of the round ball, you're re- oh, you're you're getting you're 60 reamed bucks twice a month in the <laughs> hole to watch your two to watch your two to watch your sport, but domestic and international. But let, just quickly, oh, we put it ask. out we put it out to you guys because um, we know that we got a very passionate, we got a very smart mm. audience. I've found that uh, the people that listen to the driver's seat, and I'm not just blowing smoke up uh, people's backsides here, because you do find some very good opinions that are on our uh, socials. But uh, we've got we have seriously educated fans, mm. which is brilliant, and that's why we love hearing from you. But from the two clowns in this studio who have been sitting on our hands for the last two months, um, two years, basically. Oh, well, basically two years, but but. So let me tell you this: if I'm if I'm an ARG bloke, I'm probably going. That's a pretty good deal, mate. We just got twenty mil in the in the skyrocket. Hmm. If I'm a competitor like you and like I probably would have been this year, well, let me put it to you this way, Nimsy. When it got announced, so there's there's two things here. It got announced four days, I think, before the event, yes. maybe five. Yes, yep. without. So how do you commercially patch that up? And let me tell you, I wasn't there, and I won't be driving my Trans Am car this year because it's still in a million bits, but. Um, I'm glad I didn't have to ring Kubota on that Wednesday morning and say, hey, Malcolm, um, just by the way, uh, we get no more free-to-wear and we're not on Channel 7 anymore. We're on Stan Sport that you've got to pay 30 bucks a month for. It's going to be live this weekend, but then, but then there's not going to be any further... Um, there's not going to be any further live coverage on free-to-air, but you will be able to pick up a, t- a, a two-hour highlights package on 9Go on a Wednesday night. I mean... It's bullish, if you ask me, and and the competitors who are calling me, 
literally going, Maddie, can you help me with some commercial money? Because my guys have just hightailed it. Now, that's um, a bad situation, Nimsy. Now, Maddie doesn't have a working printer, so he can't actually see that there's a <laughs> there's a lot no, of uh, but fans I do here. have a working <laughs> photocopier. So in the break there, Nimsy boy, I just ran out and photocopied. So I've got everything as I should. One Stephen Johnson's photocopy uh, <laughs> run sheet, yep. which was correct. Yep. So here's what you had to say uh, on our Facebook page because we asked this very simple question: Is this the year that TCR Australia can make some inroads? And John on our Facebook page, John Street, when said, "Time will tell," but the new TV deal just does not work. Before Channel 7, Fox and KO, it would have been great to fill in between the V8s, but with no free-to-air and a couple of hours of Stan, I'm not getting it. Viewers will leave in droves and move to the V8s, which has great TV coverage. Uh, Thomas also sort of sums it up. With the current TV deal, no. How are you going to get new fans to watch when you hide it from them? A newbie isn't going to pay to watch something that's an unknown to them. Mm, Correct. Um, Zach goes and says, they need to put more races on free-to-air to cater for those without Stan. Hopefully they make announcements closer to race weekends. TRC in the ARG categories can be a strong force alongside supercars and its range of categories, but they need to nail promotion. The product doesn't quite have the star power that supercars can rely on. Correct. The answer will be much clearer come season's end. Yeah. Uh, Doug went and said, they need to market the product a lot more than previous years now. It's going to be harder for people to stumble upon it while channel surfing. But at least the six hour will be ad free. Doug's looking on the bright side. <laughs> Good on you, yeah. Dougie. Um, I, I hear you, but I'll tell you what, the cost of running one six-hour program is about, what, 80 grand, Stevie hmm. J? And to run a TCR car right now is about 400. Uh, Adam, Slightly different. Adam also says that TCR has all the right ingredients to work and has done in many countries. Best racing in the county. Uh, I'm assuming you meant country there. Country. Um, well done, Adam. But good on you, Adam. No, no. Well, it makes a point. It's it's, it's market relevant. It could be from the UK. It could be in the counties. It could be. And um, Scott but, says, but, it, but he doesn't. But he doesn't actually answer the TV deal. Yeah. He just talks about the car. And and look, and you know what? I I think it does. I think it's got absolutely all the ingredients absolutely. to be red hot. Yep. And Nimsy, but just before you read out Scotty's, um, that's probably the third thing in in my crawl. Supercars, ARG, race promotions, whoever they are, they had an unbelievable opportunity here to deliver a sensational package of supercar and TCR product at selected rounds, uh, uh, T uh, Touring Car Masters, a bit of Trans Am here, and then maybe an S5000. They had the best opportunity to deliver a sensational racing product to the fans, and they stuffed it up. Oh, I almost said a bad word there. Well, they stuffed it up. I reckon they took it away. I, I'll... I'll play devil's advocate here because they can't sell what someone doesn't want. That's the... no, but people do want this. No, I mean, no, but in that's like why we're as a in, couple of years, as in oh. Channel Seven, if they don't want to broadcast it, if they said, but they did, they did want to broadcast it. They just didn't want to pay for it. Yeah, Stan were happy to pay five mil a year, and when you've just launched sixty mil at Supercar, a, a lazy twenty in the Sky Rockets, a pretty good earn. So I get why they did it, but. In my mind, they screwed the pooch. They threw the baby out with the bathwater. Well, maybe. Because what if what happens if we get to the end of this year, Nimsy? We're on a four-year deal with Stan. What happens if we get to the end of this year and the ratings are appalling like they were in Tasmania, mind you, from the they were 50% down on the year previous in Tasmania. They were 50% down, and that's just the free-to-air. That no one knows about Stan. So what if they get to the end of this year, Nimsy, and it's absolutely stuffed? Do you reckon TCR... Trans Am, you reckon that? Well, Trans Am probably will be, but do you reckon TCR and S5000 will be around in 2023? Or do you reckon it'll be a super utes where it's just being propped up? I just think they screwed the pooch. I just, they had a great product after the 1000 last year where we had all these categories together and ratings was off its head. 
why wouldn't you run with that momentum? TCR finally had momentum coming into 2022 and four or five days before Tasmania, they pulled the rug out from underneath their competitors. Uh, I think it's appalling. Uh, Stefan, uh, Stefan Bartholomew had, had a pretty good article on the V8 Sleuth sort of trying to explain the ins and outs of it. It, it comes down to a lot of, obviously, uh, little things like, uh, for example, two competing sponsors. Like, they, it's like, we'll happily come together for Bathurst because, you know, Everyone's going through a fair bit of poo at the moment. But uh, after mm. that, it's like super cheap, you go your way, Repco go our way, Micklin will go our way, Dunlop, you go that way, and all that sort of stuff. So it's it's complicated, but let us know what you got got to say. 0433 because this is a very hot-button topic here. But uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts, because uh, we've been hearing them. Now it's time to air them. 0433 if you want to have your say here. Should I put the soapbox away now, Nimsy? Oh, should I if, climb down? If, if you want, you know. Because I'm pretty, that's that's pretty hot under the collar for uh, 45 minutes into the first show of the year. <laughs> it, it's not bad. It's not bad. I've, I've gone hard early. <laughs> but uh, yeah, give us, a, give us a call. Not call. Give us a text. 0433. you want. 0433981116 is the number here on the driver's seat. Uh, we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter. Shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. In the words of SEN's very own Gary Lyon, we're off to... Excellent start. There we go. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Good on you, guys. Welcome back to uh, the show. Right now, though, it is time to whip this out for the first time in 2022. And now, it's the driver's seat off the track update. Thanks to Burson Auto Parts. Burson, we know auto parts. Yes, we do it. Thanks to Burson Auto Parts. They're celebrating 50 years. We like to call it tomorrow's news today. You can hear it here first before reading it tomorrow. It's a selection. And just to give a quick little recap... Here's a selection of some of the stuff that we were ahead of the curve with. <laughs> that almost got McKeldon into jail last year. <laughs> so, uh, Nick Perkett leaving Brad Jones Racing. We mentioned Still that. hasn't spoken to me after that one. Uh, the potential return of the Adelaide 500. Um, yeah, that's, that's maybe. Plans for a Canberra round. Uh, not saying a word. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll let that one go through to the keeper. The lawyers are listening. I'm not saying a word on that one. Uh, no, he's still got to have an operation to fix the dribble that comes out the back end after he said that. Uh, Sean Seymour stepping down as CEO of Supercars. Got that right. See you, mate. And a driver at SMP had to be benched due to his vaccination status. Are you vaccinated? Yes, sir. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> oh, that's a new one. But, um, <laughs> I reckon we got a hundred. You got a hundred percent strike rate there, Matthew. I did. I did. I did. I did. I not, did. Not bad yeah. at all. But um, but look, I'm, did, I'm very careful. It's the start of the new year. Don't get the lawyers on. All the right. Phone okay. Look, yet, we'll, we'll give you a little bit of a chop oh. out here because we, we've we've well that soapbox has well and truly uh, been mounted. But uh, I think we've got a little bit of room for one more because uh, we'll talk a little bit of Formula One. You've been very passionate about Formula One on track, but a fair bit of developments happening off track too. Well, we weren't around at the end of last year when Formula One finished, and it finished in mm. controversial circumstances because of one Michael Massey. Now, full disclosure, uh, both Stephen and I know Michael personally, and he is a great guy. Very, very funny, very committed, a great guy, Steve. And you clever. Say? And He's very, very, very clever, clever. A smart guy. Smart with, guy. All of, with everything that he does. But we now, and, and has risen because of those traits, has risen to the role of race director, Formula One, um, for the FIA, which is like Charlie Whiting uh, anointed him. It's a serious gig, right? It's a serious, serious gig. Uh, and then, of course, in the last 
I don't know what, fortnight, 10 days. Um, he has been dumped by the FAA as Formula One um, race director. Now, what happened in the final race at Abu Dhabi wasn't great. There is no doubt. It didn't look great. It was controversial. Just to set you a, a reminder, there was four or two or three laps left, I think, both Toto Wolff uh, and the guys on Red Bull were on the on the on the radio screaming at Michael to do this policy, do that policy. This shouldn't happen. That shouldn't happen. And unfortunately, he kind of went the way. And there was only two ways to go, right? So whatever decision he was going to make was going to look like he was aligning with another team, right? So and he went the way that the Red Bull guys had suggested that Christian Horner had suggested that he goes. Um, as a result, Max won past Lewis lap to go, half a lap or whatever, won the world championship and mm-hmm. Formula One went into controversy mode. Lewis Hamilton went off the deep end. And cried. W- cried, went no, off his social... he didn't go social- off the deep end. He just cried and deleted all his posts. All social and- media and disappeared off to Barbados or yeah. wherever, wherever, whatever he did. What a just went co- Stay there, mate. <laughs> went completely <laughs> quiet. Um, and unfortunately, and I think unfortunately for Michael, there has been such discussion over the last sort of eight or nine weeks. He just didn't know where... He stood. Now the FIA have decided that they will offer him another role within uh, within the FIA. Don't know if he'll take it. We'll have to wait and see. Um, they are going to change the way the um, race management is done. They're going to not broadcast the messages from pit lane anymore, which kind of sucks because that was quite fun as a as a as a person watching. I don't think they should be able to contact the race director through the race. Period. Well, they're not going to do that now. They, they're going to be able to speak to two other people who will then transfer any information they think needs to go to the race director. So they've changed the way they're going to do all of that. However, if you think of this sport, Formula One, as a multi, 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 a billion dollar sport now, both from a competitor point of view, a fan point of view, broadcast point of view, it's a massive sport. And within that sport an investment by one of the foundation teams being Mercedes-Benz is enormous. Lewis Hamilton, seven-time champion, all that kind of stuff. Toto Wolff, huge bit in the sport. It's a very simplistic view, boys, but I feel that the tail has wagged the dog in this instance. Um, Michael has unfortunately gone the way of the dodo because the FIA felt obviously and clearly that it was too controversial to keep him. Whereas what I'd like to have seen the FIA do is understand what you're saying, Toto Wolff and Mercedes-Benz and Christian Horner and Red Back Bull. Back there, man. But what, exactly. What, we will make changes so this never happens again. But Michael Massey is our guy. He's done an unbelievable job for the last couple of years and will continue to do an unbelievable job moving forward. Can I just throw in there, just so you know, Maddie Nimsey, you know, and the listeners know that what Michael Massey did at the end of that race is exactly what was in the team's agreement, is to make sure you get rid of any lap cars mm-hmm. in between leaders mm-hmm. so they can race to the race finish. Race to the end. That's exact, that, was in the, that is in the team's agreement from all the teams. That's right. So all he did was follow the team's agreement. But because Christian Horner and Red Bull had suggested that in the same breath that Toto Wolff had suggested not to do that, it looks as though, perceptually, he sided with the team. Yeah. So I'll grab the soapbox out again and I'll stand up and I'll just say... Can you make it quick? Yep. Shame on you, FIA. You should have backed your bloke because he's the best bloke for the job. Yeah. The teams trust him. 
even though they may not like him sometimes, they do trust him. I think he was and damned if he did. Damned, damned if, if he didn't. Which, if, he, if he didn't do it. That's what I mean. He would still be gone this year because there would have been an uproar through Red Bull and yep. et cetera. So yeah. you didn't follow the team's grim, whatever. So, so we finally get bugger. a decent finish to the end of a championship and the guy that gets scalped for it is our Michael Massey. Which is I'm one trying of not folks. to be... Yeah. You know the, the the backing in the Aussie and the Aussie guy. This he's just the he was the best guy for the job, and I hope he comes back to Australia and we include him in our sport here because he is a diamond. He is one in a million. Get him back. Uh, let us know what you have to think. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen on the temper text. Uh, if well, because I know it's uh, it's been a while since that decision's been made, but we'd like to hear what uh, your thoughts are here on the driver's seat. That wraps up our Burson off the track update. We do it thanks to Burson Auto Parts, known for first class knowledge and service. Hey, we- Nimsy. Yes. Sorry to interrupt. Can I just say a big thank you to Burson and their tool partner, Chicane, because uh, on my new race car, I do have a Burson sticker and a lovely set of Chicane tools. have no idea what any of them do, Stevie J, but they're in my garage. <laughs> so thank you very much, Burson. Thank you very much, Chicane tools. We'll test our warranty for you, mate. Yeah, good. <laughs> it's a driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Great to have your company here on the driver's seat. And remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Driver's Seat Show. Uh, the quick bit of news that we uh, that happened in the past 24 hours or so, Fabian Coulthard has secured pretty much, you'd have to argue, the best co-drive for the Bathurst 1000, signing on with Walk and Troy and Dreddy United. I mean... Fab's, poor bugger, logged on to Facebook one day, saw that John O'Webb sold Team Sydney, and was like, um, what's going on here? But, full of great people, yep. seriously. Um, seriously. But yeah, he'll be uh, joining uh, the Clayton lineup along with Warren Luff, who returns for his ninth consecutive season with the team. So mm. you have to say that's a he's having a decent swing, isn't he? Oh, it's a good get. It's the worst worst kept secret amongst pit lane that that's where he was going to go. Mm. Um, we've known that for a, a long time that that's where he was going to go, Nimsy. But um, 100%, I think it's a great move for him and his family. Um, who knows whether he'll pop up back in TCR for the rest of the year. Um, but at the moment, what's the co-driver earning? 100 grand? Oh, yeah. 100 grand for a Maybe recent, recent guy. I reckon he'd be on more than that. A bit more than that. So, you know, um, he's he's done a good job for his family there. He'll do ride days and test days and do the race and – um, are we only st- are we still one enduro for this year? Or are we going to go back to? I think we're still on one Gold enduro. Coast and Sandown. Not even Sandown this year is an enduro. Okay, I don't so believe so. No, not a bad weekend's work. Uh, getting that, and the car has proven to be good. And boy, oh boy, because we and we, we'll cover it off a little bit later on in the show, Nimsy, the Bathurst One Thousand from last year. But didn't it show how incredibly important it is to have? A recent, either recently retired or someone currently operating at a high level supercar co driver. Mm. Boy, oh boy, because Lee Holdsworth, oh, what a job did he do? Lethal, who's um, uh, now a full time driver again. He is, got a gig for another year, probably his only year, I'd imagine, but yep. um, will be good for him to do that. And he may have locked in a deal for further co drives with that team, locking in again further, uh, further income for him and his family moving forward. But um, yeah, I, look, I think, it's, I think it's good. And interestingly, what it does bring back. Is Luffy's been there for nine years. Percat was there previously as a main game driver, won Bathurst mm. for them. Um, and Fabian was there as well with Walkinshaw in the, yeah, Bundy, the Bundy, car. Bundy Red Car. Yep. But he, if you remember, he totaled it. Uh, yeah, he, he was able, he was able to open all roll. four doors at the same time. He really was. <laughs> and pull his helmet off and still have the best hair in, in uh, pit lane. What a bugger. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, good for him and should be a good drive. I'm. Uh, we're going to talk about it a bit further, but I, I'm really excited about WAU this year. I think they are 
with the talent they've got down there from an engineering point of view. Um, They're going to take a big bite. Poor oh, boy, Nimsy. They need to they they need to fix their weaknesses. They they're not fast at every track. That's that's their. They're issue. not consistently fast. They're not no, consistently that's right. fast. No, they need to no. fix their issues, and I think they will get on top of it. Anything long and loaded, corner wise, you know, as in a lot of force going through the car, like say Phillip Island, um, Tail and or Taylor Bend, Eastern Creek, have not been great. Even though Chaz did have a win in that in that SMP swing at the end of last year. Um, but anything that's short, sharp, quick change of direction, quick weight transfer, think when it was around Adelaide, Newcastle, any street circuits, Grand, mm, Grand Prix, not too bad at the Grand Prix. Yeah. Um, uh, that's where they are really good. But I think with McPherson going there now from Triple Eight, um, I'm really hoping that shows real benefits for that team. Mm. I'm excited for WAU this year, Nimsy boy. It is going to be very, very exciting. And they've done it right, haven't they? They've, they've made the hype and got everyone sort yep. of excited about Let's face it, not since the glory days of HRT have people mm. been uh, yeah. this pumped about, you know, that team. They're coming back to being the people's team, I reckon. So just, um, just Bruce, as- <laughs> Bruce Bruce does a great job out the front of that team. I think his nickname is the porpoise with fangs. <laughs> just, just as a side note, something I noticed out of the test day um, at Winton yesterday, did you mm-hmm. notice the two cars that didn't have liveries on him. Yes, our mate Shepherds did not have DeWalt on his car nor the suit that he was wearing whilst testing. Yep. And to me that's a bigger indicator because if you were going to have DeWalt, you just wear your old DeWalt suit, wouldn't you? Mm. But he had a he had a team 18 suit on. And um, which I wonder if DeWalt has given them the Tijuana brass and gone somewhere else or out of the sport. Well, interesting. More interesting, like the other thing that I found very amusing was just like, weren't they? Uh, you know, once HRT, once the Holden Racing Team left, Holden Racing Team name left and went to T8, mm-hmm. they were the two guys that were holding the baby at Clayton. Oh uh, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, it's amazing they've how gone through a, they've gone through a complete metamorphosis. It's amazing at WAU. how it's amazing how uh, things change, isn't it? But mm. uh, look, that's beside the point. Uh, we got to get to some of your texts and got to get to some of your messages, and of course, we got to get out our crystal balls. We'll do that next, right Ooh, here. Can we put the heater on? I don't want old ones. <laughs> I'm going to rub them. They better be warm. Uh, <laughs> oh, you've, you've thrown, hey, it's past nine o'clock. You've, you've thrown me off there. <laughs> Sooty's going to start Matthew, talking about old mate at the Winter Olympics that uh, <laughs> that ended up getting frostbite in his tackle because it was so cold. He to... Did he really? Yeah. Did he really? Yeah, his old fella, his old fella got frostbite. Do you and... want to do you want to know my favourite part of the Winter Olympics? What's that? The closing ceremony. This is it. The closing ceremony, Nimsy. <laughs> oh, you bugger! You took it out of. Oh, what what a yeah, yeah that was. <laughs> Back with more right after this. <laughs> This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. This is the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. And a warm welcome to our listeners in the wild, wild west. Joining us on SENWA, SEN Peel and SEN Kalgoorlie. After, Hello, WA. Uh, after tuning in to um, Marto and Hayes on the run home. So welcome aboard. Oh, yes, speak to Marto and Hayes uh, usually every Tuesday night. Do I speak to those boys? So they so are they are back on board for 2022. How's your Premier going over there? We'd like yeah. to see him be voted back in. Tell us. Let us know. Was, was <laughs> yeah, text in and let us know. Are supercars likely to get over to Barbagallo this year? Text Jeez. in. Let us know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm just reading uh, Billy's text here. 0433 98-11-16 on the temper text. <laughs> Guys, my favourite part of the Olympics was the skiing. It started so well, then went downhill from there. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's here all night, folks. He or she, Billy? Are you a he or a she? There it is. There it is. <laughs> Uh, I don't think we've spoken or had contact from Billy before. So, love your work, Billy. Yeah. Here we go. There you go. Um, uh, I'm guessing a flurry. Should, let's, should we get through some text? What yes. do you reckon, Nancy? Yes, we certainly right, should. Let's, before we grab the balls. On the temper text? Uh, yep, let's get through some text messages. Um, where do I start? Because we have got so many. Um, hey, Joe, uh, with the FIA thing and Michael Massey, um, we did talk about that at the uh, the back end of that hour. And we're with you. We think it's a disgrace. So uh, thank you for texting in that you think it's a disgrace. Uh, Tommy from Toowoomba. Again, could we see triple eight? Dropped third in the team's championship behind WAU and DJR. Hey, Tommy, absolutely. 100%. If you take, if they come into this year with the form of what they had at Bathurst, now one swallow doesn't make a summer, I get it. It's only one race, but it was a dominant performance. If they take Percat uh, and Chazzy into this new year with new engineering uh, depth and those cars are red hot, absolutely, we could see that team come through, which mm. would be uh, sensational. Hey, here's one from Pete from Cranbourne. Uh, boys, been waiting on this night for ages, so have we. Good on you, Pete. Um, welcome back for 2022. I heard on the AMRS live stream, which was last week, which is what uh, TA2 was being streamed on, if you didn't catch up with that, uh, that a certain Lacey Johnson, the junior, junior, junior of the Johnsons, um, may be racing a Hyundai XL this year. Stephen Johnson, as I pass the mic uh, to your mouth, is this true? Well, it's uh, it's something that she wants to do. She wants to have a run in something. Probably won't race her in the actual Excel series, but we might go up to Morgan Park and do mm-hmm. some super sprints and just some fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Give her a little bit of basically racing against the stopwatch and, and just learning to drive a car. So, yeah, she's really keen to do it, and I don't want to not give her an opportunity to go and have a little crack at, at driving the car and or driving a car. So we we have sold Jets XL at the end of last mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. Uh, but we are going to build another one um, just for her to have a little burn in and Jet's going to be too busy this year to race it, I think. So she might be able to do a few runs in that and, and then we'll just see what happens from there. Oh, there you go. That's exciting. Um, hey, legends, welcome back. Maddie. as I said last season, the Vroom Vroom race around the streets of Adelaide will be back sooner than you think. The future is looking bright. Election soon. Let's do this, South Australia, from Peter. Great, mate. Peter. 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 Welcome back, Peter. How are you, brother? Um, yes, there has been – I've had lots of discussions in the back end of government departments and promoters about uh, Adelaide 500 coming back. The only issue you're going to have, Pete, is if Labor gets in. And I suppose uh, – No, no, no. From, they, they want Labor to get in. That, that's what I mean. If it gets back in, that will be it, – it, Labor's got to get back in. Yep. That's the issue for it to come back. My question to you this is uh, – I believe, though, that the others are on the bandwagon now too. Is that is that just uh, a thing for the, I for think the election? I it's talk. I don't think it's as confirmed as Labor have absolutely made a commitment and said, if we get elected, it will come in. But interestingly, Labor have got a really checkered history in South Australia. They haven't had a great track record. And so the, a lot of the social stuff that I've seen have said, we love the Adelaide 500, but we hate that more. So we hate Labor more. There yep. is no way that we are going to vote Labor back in. So it's a couple of weeks away, and I think it's going to be really, really interesting. But mm. I don't live in South Australia, and nor do you, Steve. So we'll just have to wait and see what goes on there. And if the Adelaide 500 comes back, well, I'd love to be there again, and I don't have to deal with the politics of South Australia. So that'd be good. Um, one more here, uh, from Ben in 
Dal- Ben in Brisbane. Dolby. Do- Dolby. Not Dalby. Dolby. But now Ben from Brisbane. Benny. Relocated, son. What's yeah. going on? Hey, evening, boys. Great to have you back on the air for another year. I'm glad to see Holdsworth's effort at Bathurst last year get rewarded for this year. Totally agree, mate. He is one of the good guys. But, Matty, are you suggesting that he might just keep the seat warm for Matt Payne in 2023? Uh, you did say that you thought maybe a one-year deal. Absolutely. Yeah, that's I exactly reckon. what I'm saying, Benny boy. That's what, That's why I'm a bit up and, up and down. I mean... Knowing what the guys get paid roughly, mm. you know, I don't know their contracts or anything, but, you know, there's always a bit of a, you know, the team sort of know, you know, the, the, the whole thing of the four, five, six hundred thousand dollar, you know, payments or more mm-hmm. are, are not there anymore. You know, Those they might be there gone. for one or two, but that's it. Yeah, you right. get all these others, yeah. um, they're down. And Back in your day, Stevie back J. Back in my day when you're making <laughs> the big bucks. Uh, but... When you had people mowing your lawn instead of mowing is, your own yeah, lawn. Yeah, the problem is I was working for my parents and it didn't work out so well. Uh, but uh, but Leroy there, you know, you, you know, I've got a feeling he was probably on somewhere between 100 and 150 for the one race. Yep. He's probably not going to be on much more than that for a season, right? So what do you do? Do you do that or do you commit to a car that you know can be that mm-hmm. can definitely win the big race? Mm-hmm. Um, and Can I tell you what I'd do? You would do that. In my business brain, I would go in there and say, mate, I'll keep this seat warm for Matt Payne and I'll include him in all data sessions and I'll train the kid up, but I want a three-year deal in Juro after that and it's going to be half a million bucks. Yeah. That's guaranteed income then for the next three or four years for his family. Yeah. That's what I'd do. Well, let us know what you think. Uh, we'll, we'll rip through our crystal balls. You, ben. We'll rip through yeah. our crystal balls in just a moment. <laughs> uh, hey, Ben, text in and let us know why you're now in Brisbane and not Dolby. Did you relocate for work? Did you meet a girl? Tell us here on eleven sixteen SEN and uh, on every other SEN right across the country as well. <laughs> what do they think this is? SEN SA. Yes, we said. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> you're listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. What are you having a That was at? close, Dibsy. What? That was close. What that was doing? the whoop. It wasn't even <laughs> right. five seconds, fellas. It was like a whoop. It's <laughs> thanks you know to Kubota. Because we're in the second hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's why. <laughs> so I apologise, Matthew. My apologies. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, a personal apology. Right, eh? Right, um, I, You know what? I never hear those words, Nimsy, in my life. I never hear, I apologise, Matthew. <laughs> never. Um, right now, though, it's time to do our crystal ball. Uh, 0433981116 if you want to get in touch on the text line like Ben in Brisbane has. Hey, Ben, who formerly of Dolby, uh, text in. I, I, I did ask Ben to text in as to why he's now formally from Dolby. In answer to your question, I've moved to Brisbane over Christmas with my wife and now one-year-old daughter who turned one oh, today. Oh, happy birthday. So that I can, so that I can from... go to Bible college. <laughs> hey. Should we do a quick happy birthday? What's her name, birthday. Ben? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, Ben's, Ben's daughter. daughter. <laughs> happy birthday, happy birthday to, to you. you. Um, 
let's get to our crystal balls. Thanks for taking in, Ben. And one from Michael. <laughs> Go easy on South Australia, please, you banana bender. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Michael, I love South Australia. So do I. Some of the... Oh, no, I won't say that. Uh, yes, I will. I have fallen in love what, more times... You were going to say in... some of the best establishments in, in South Australia. No, I have fallen in love before I fell in love with Mrs. Mack and made it official. Uh, I had lots of friends in South Australia when I'd go there and um, beautiful women in South Australia. Lovely. Very intelligent Matthew. and just great women. Anyway, that hole's move getting on. bigger. Yeah, Stop it. I'm I'm right, right, yeah, right dig right. up, Matthew. Um, <laughs> let's get to our crystal ball previews. Uh, now, let's start off with Bathurst 1000 winners. Now, mm. we put it out to our Facebook fans, and uh, we got a couple of interesting ones here. So, uh, Zach suggests that Warren Luff, surely he's due for a win at some point. Wouldn't that yep. be good? Uh, oh, I'd love to see oh, Luffy I'd win I'd love it. to hmm. see the, the yellow-tipped bandit. Finally get himself a win. Yeah. Sat next to his father at the Southport Yacht Club the other day. Has the same hair as Warren. Mm-hmm. There you go. All tips and blonde and gold. Aaron also <laughs> says if WAU turn up with half the car they had with the number 25 last year, then they'll be hard to topple. Be cool for Fabian to get a W wherever he ends up. At Walk and Draw and United, we found out. But my heart says Will, Davo and Scotty Mack in the 17. Mm, Aaron, great call. Because mm. there is further and further talk about Scotty Mack being able to get back. Yeah. Uh, and if he does, I reckon that'd be that'd be pretty special. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will um, Davo in the seventeen with Scotty Mack. That'd be that'd be mint. Uh, Rob went and said, would love to see Jack Perkins and Will Brown get the job done. Giz should be there or thereabouts come October regardless. He's always there. There or thereabouts. Very safe. Giz is. Yeah, it'd be um, interesting with Jack. Yeah, they didn't have a I mean, Will they they had mechanical issues last didn't year. Didn't have a great Will, so they didn't have a, they had a great Qualifying, obviously, yeah, um, but didn't have a great great 1, Sydney in the lead up. Yes, but didn't have a great one thousand. Yeah. Uh, Graham says Cam Waters. He's been quite active in the sprint car and had some success in a tough division that may have a slight edge. Tell yeah. you what, Graham, there would need to be a massive turnaround for that to happen. Not from Cam, from the people who screw that buggy together. Mm. That was a real issue last year, and I really hope for Cam's sake that it's been mm. sorted out over the off season. But boy, oh boy, do they need a form swing! Yeah, they do. Huge. But having said that, he's uh, he has been driving a lot in the sprint cars. Had yes, his he first has. podium he yep. did. recently, so yep. good on you, Cam. Monsters re-signed, so yep. there's all the ingredients there for that that car and driver and engineering combo to do well. Same uh, people there though, Matty. Well, rip, well, that's what I mean. We'll just see. We'll rip through these next up ones. Lee says either Mozzie or Gears, but I'd give Will Brown a good crack too. And Gabe says. So that's two Will Browns. Uh, make it three because Gabe's also says Will Brown and Jack Perkins. And yes. Yep. Right on. One out go. of left field too. Chris Coulter says Stephen Johnson makes a triumphant return, teams up with Jack Smith and surprises the world. <laughs> hey. Hey. Hey, Chris. Never say never. I tell you what, with the amount of kilos that the great man has lost in the off season, I once said last year that you'll know whether Stevie drives in the in the lineup for a supercar run because you'll start dropping kegs. Well, mate, he's dropped 20 of them. <laughs> so you might just be right. And they, Stevie Johnson does share a, an engineering relationship with Jack Smith's engineer because he engineers his son's TA2 car. So, hey, watch this space, folks. You are fake news. Um, <laughs> the silver-haired fox may just make his comeback. It's crime, mate. Crime's cool. So let's let's get to. So let's now that we've had our listeners' segments, let's get your let's get your thoughts. Um, so yep. we'll start off with you, Steve. Bathurst one thousand. Who do you think? We don't um, know pairings, so, but yeah. So winners, yeah, winners. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to say ADP and TD. Oh, okay. There you go. For those that aren't 
entirely sure what we're talking about here. Anton Di Pasquale Sorry, Anton and Di Pasquale. Tony D'El Burrito. D'Alberto. D'Alberto. Yeah. <laughs> So that's for the Bathurst winner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so what we got? Uh, so Supercars champion. Yep. ADP. Uh, oh. Anton Di Pasquale. Right. Okay. Okay. TCR Australia champion. Mm-hmm. Josh Bucken from HMO Customer Nothing Racing. Nothing would make me happier. Same. I'd love Joshy B to take the yep. be the take the championship there. Same. That'd be mint. And had a good run in Tassie. Yes, he did. Uns, unsuspecting good run until he. Could well, have won the last race. Yes, well, yeah, yeah, but that's a minor. Yeah, that's dopey. He knows it. Yeah, I you, told you him. You don't weave under when the safety. If the rule is when the safety car lights go out, you don't weave. What did Joshy do? He kept weaved. weaving. Yep, got a penalty. Uh, Formula One champion. Mm, interesting. I'm going to go George Russell. Oh, Georgie Porter. How's that? How's that? Georgie Russell in Year the Merc. one in Benz. Yep. Righto, put that on the board, Nimsy. Yep, that's a that's a sleeper. I'm just going the against the odds, against the the, the norm. Okay. You you'll just go the norm, man. You know you. Well, you did uh, say you did say on uh, season two of the driver's seat yeah. that uh, Max Verstappen would win, and lo and yeah. behold, it was an eventual prediction. I didn't tell you oh, exactly mate, he was four, when he was four years old. He said he was the old man. I didn't that. say he was going to win this year. There's some video of that, I believe. I think I said to I think I said to the great man Dick Johnson, "Are you off your rocker or something?" <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and Supercars Teams Champion. Uh, I am going to go DJR in a close call with WAU. Ooh, so DJR. Very nice. I just think the rookie, although Brock Feeney's very talented and very good and he's got a lot of good people around him, I think that that's where T8 may struggle in the Teams Championship to have two cars there consistently. All right. Ball is in your court now, Matthew. Given, given that my form is very strong. It is very strong. In gazing forward into the year, I will go Bathurst. Matty plays with his balls a lot more than I do, clearly. <laughs> Crystal ones, that is. <laughs> oh, shit. Did I say shit? Sorry. <laughs> Bathurst winner, Will Brown. Yeah, okay. And yeah, I just reckon. I reckon yep. with Adderton behind them, Perkins, they Man, it's so hard. You could even go like Brody Kostecki and Dave Russell. They're a good option. There's so totally. many good options. So I'd love to. I think Will Brown because you know he, he pulled it um, yep. last year. So I think he. I just think they're they're strong. Um, Supercars champion. I know I sound like I'm a sycophant and a boy fan, but I reckon Chazzy. I reckon Chazzy's there. I reckon that car's this is good. The year. He's He's built the team around him. I reckon he could threaten the scorers on this one. Yep. So I'm going to put Chazzy for, for championship. Um, F1. It pains me to say it. Lewis like it, Hamilton. It genuinely hurts me to say it, but I think Lewis Hamilton. Mm-hmm. I think Lewis is going to come out after this because that's what a true champion does, right? Whenever they get knocked down, they come back and they come back better. And I think he's taken the off-season away from everyone, having a sook and a cry. He's had a cuddle. He's had a cuddle with Mum and the Queen. And now he's going to come out firing and go for his eighth and then retire at the end of the year. Yep. I think mm-hmm. that's what's okay. going to do there. TCR. TCR. Mm-hmm. Jay Hansen. And I'll tell you why Jay Hansen, the boy wonder, who looks about 12, but he's actually 18. He's just been signed to Erebus as a junior driver, and he's going to be doing Super 2 or 3. Super 3, I think. Super 3, as well as TCR. Yeah. So he's going to be plus testing the main boys' cars. He's going to be driving a lot and got talent. And that Audi that he's got, 
I have it on good authority that thing should walk away from everything else in TCR land at the moment because it's the latest Audi. So I think Jay Hansen for TCR. Uh, and supercar teams, I think WAU. Oh, are you? Look, I think W are you? Look, you you're not. That's a. It's not. If you said this when Scotty Pye and JC were there, we'd be getting them in. Oh, you'd be off to the doctors. To, Absolutely, <laughs> you'd be getting a prescription on that one. But, uh, I but think you're they're wrong. they're on the march. Hey, they're and you on know what? The march. Good on WAU for actually uh, for going out there and spearing uh, Nick Perkat from yep. Albury, yep. Uh, even though he resigned. Um, <laughs> but he's got a contract, Mimsy. <laughs> but he's re-signed. Remember that? That was a lot of fun. Yes, that I was the greatest. That. <laughs> but um, oh. I think good on him because they they thought, okay, well, Chaz is good. We love you. We love you, Bryce. But uh, sorry, mate. We love your money, Bryce. Mm. We love your middies money, old B boy. So but, uh, you got to have some results, son. Very Go away. So. I, look, Go and learn on someone else's dime. And when you're really good, come back to us. I did think I did I did think a nice little touch that they did do was uh, a parting gift from WAU to Bryce Forward was they gave him the trophy from the podium that he got at Tail and Bend. Good. So that's okay. a that's a nice little sort of parting. What a what a what a bunch of was that a P yeah. two or three? I think it was a P uh, three, wasn't it? Three? I think three. his first podium. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, good for them. Maybe they only put up First place trophies there, <laughs> possibly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know why? Because it was holding the door open to the parts room. So, <laughs> yeah, mate. Take this with you. See you, champ. <laughs> oh, he's dead to me, bro. That's exactly right. <laughs> Went up the highway to Brad Jones. Uh, we because have... Brad loves taking some money. <laughs> so he's got Mitty's money. Oh. Yo, beauty. I'll throw that on a car. Go down and grab some pink paint. Bryson's coming. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> But, Brad, but Brad's also, uh, he's renowned for doing things like middies on Bryce's car and ideal electrical on the other one. Yes, we have seen that with Cub Cadet and Kubota. Cub something or other and I did, Kubota. I, I did have a, a quiet word to Bradley about that and said, mate, what are you thinking? And he went, I'm thinking with what my accountant would say. Yeah. And he'd say, take the money. That's it. Um, we'll take a quick it pause is. for the cause and we'll have a look at uh, something that we should have done last year but we didn't get a chance to. A race rewind. It's the Bathurst 1000. We'll do that next. Oh, 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 right here on the driver's seat. <laughs> this is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Oh, it is that time of the night where uh, <laughs> you, t- you tend to forget what's going on here on the driver's seat. And, and you uh, thank goodness that microphones are not on and live. <laughs> and, we, and, we, and we do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter. Kubota jumping on board for year number six. So thank you for that. Uh, good on you, Malcolm. Um, but Had a good uh, catch up with Malcolm yesterday up here in Brisbane. It was good. Old Brisbekistan. Monday, Brisbekistan, correct. He'll be coming back looking like me. I spend all that time in the sun. Um, <laughs> but, uh, right now, Jeez, though. You'd have to spend a lot of time in the sun to look <laughs> like you, brother. <laughs> but right now, we're going to get to our race Rewind. This is the driver's seat race rewind. Now, I know this is fairly fresh, but as we look towards a uh, brand new season, which is starting at SMP, like it seems all of last season was, but uh, there, was, <laughs> there was one race that wasn't at Sydney Motorsport Park, and that, of course, was the 2021 Bathurst 1000. And let's have a quick look back at it. Boston is slowing. 
No way from the lead of this race, copy, the buddy, car copy. is slowing. Yeah, this is just deal time. Was it a time maybe? Maybe it was flailing, was it? Yeah, maybe it was a bit delaminated or something and he just had to slow right up. Oh, we've got a safety car. There's a safety car. Oh, there's an echidna on the edge of the racetrack. So the safety car's been deployed for the second time for an echidna of all things and the poor little thing. We've seen kangaroos, we've seen horses, we've seen trees, we've seen water, we've seen bits of cars scattered from one end of the place to the other. We've never seen an echidna. We have never seen an echidna. This place is just mad, isn't it? Jazz Mustard, for the second time in his career, he lines it up out of the direction change into Murray's corner now for the final time. Second gear lines it up. The 2021 yeah, Repco Bathurst well 1000 winner is Chaz Mostert. Yeah, boy. Chaz Mostert, Lee Holdsworth, his first ever victory at Mount Panorama. Quite a uh, eventful day at the office there for Walkinshaw and Ready United. Their first, um, it's actually the first one since Nick Perkett and is that the one? Yep. Did they win one? Yeah, 2011. Yeah, so yeah, 20. Yeah. Uh, Tanda and Perkett. Uh, Perkett, yeah. Winning on debut. Uh, so an incredible uh, day at the office there for Walkinshaw and Ready United. And amazing. Like, imagine what would happen if that echidna didn't rock up. <laughs> How good was the echidna? <laughs> because quite frankly, apart from a couple of bits here and there, it was, let's be honest, a relatively boring race, Stevie J. It wasn't, it didn't have some of the drama that we would have witnessed in the last couple of years. And, and that was because the, the, the cars are so good and the drivers are so good. It wasn't too many issues. They were all reliable. And Chaz just brained them. Mm. Chaz and Lee absolutely brained them. As you heard Anton say before, if they show up with a car like they had at Bathurst, no one will get near Chaz this year in the championship. Um, that car was untouchable, wasn't it? It was, yeah, it was ridiculously fast and it was spoken about up and down pit lane. Mm. Um, so, you know, they, and they've, they have always had good cars at Bathurst. You know, they've always been quite speedy Bathurst. In race trim, probably not that speedy, but they've always been there or thereabouts. Good you lap know pace. what I mean? Absolutely. Like that. Good lap pace. That car in the race, and it, not only was it fast, it looked after its tyres, whereas SVG could <laughs> almost basically run with him at the end, Yeah, but tore the tyres off the thing. Yeah. Oh, so, mate, I was on the hot lap. He, he was on the hot lap, all right, <laughs> and he back, burned him up, you know what I mean, trying to stay with All Chaz. of them did. Yep. All of them did. And and for the for the tyre delamination to happen and basically be – I think would they come out in twelfth or something, fifty odd seconds behind Cam Waters to be able to come through the field and and just brain them the way they mm. did um, showed what they had and, and from what I understand they started working on their Bathurst car and setup in I think the second run at SMP they knew the championship was gone and they just wanted Bathurst so hard that they were throwing everything in the kitchen sink at that car to try and get it as into a, a, a car that would be a very good Bathurst car. And they did it. They absolutely did it. And I hope that that, as we've said, I, I think it could be a pivotal moment in that team in its recent history and may get it coming forward. The other thing I was really happy with to see was uh, Dave Russell getting a third with Brody Kostecki. Um, that was very good. And, and he's been re-signed. And he has been re-signed yep. with Jack Perkins. So some good continuity going into that team. For this year, because he's a little bit old, D Russ. He's a little bit like uh, Warren Luff. We just—he's been doing so many of them with so many teams. We'd love to see him have a win at some stage. It's a bit like Yulden 
finally getting a, a, a win there. Mm. But, but I mean, the, the echidna thing was about the most dramatic thing and the tyre delamination of the yep. whole weekend. You know, we didn't see anyone come through the chase. We didn't see any rollovers. We didn't see any cars get written off. It was a real, I mean, from what I remember, I was high as a kite on pharmaceutical drugs. Um, and I sat yeah, in a corporate. We don't want to speak about cars getting written off, Matthew. <laughs> no, we do not. Uh, I was sitting in a corporate box just watching it in a haze. Mm. But it just didn't seem like an exciting race. But dominant race from, from Chaz and Lee. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's funny too that you mention uh, you mentioned Deiras and Brody Kist- not yeah Brody Kostecki yeah yeah, yeah. Um, Bathurst at the start of the year the Mount Panorama Five Hundred completely different uh, day at the office for Erebus all of a sudden completely wasn't it <laughs> yeah night it and day a shocker it was a shocker for them at the start of the year um, they just could not get it together I think. If I'm sort of remembering rightly, they were they were miles down. They were twelfth, and I think Brody was twelfth. And they the had to rebuild two. Will's car. And in the, yeah, they had to do that. Um, it was Brody was eleventh and twelfth in the two races in uh, to kick off the season at Bathurst. So mm. huge turnaround from well, that. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Obviously, Will had that crash, so yeah, he was out for the weekend. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and didn't get back in that car for some time. Yeah, yeah. So good this year too. Uh, who would have thought that? Um, like, it, it's funny how stuff can change so quickly. But uh, that was our race rewind here on the driver's seat. We'll wrap up some loose ends in just a moment. If you want to be part of the show, text in 0433-981116. Back to wrap it all up right after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. And remember, if you want to be a part of the driver's seat, you can just text in 0433-981116 is the number, which is what Mick from Hillside has done. Uh, oh, Mick's, Mick's text, text a in a cracker. Good on a you. newbie. Good on you, Mick. Good on you, mate. Hey, it says, good day, lads. Great show. I'm not a racing person, which we love. We love non-racing people asking questions in our show. Yeah, because you know? to get the earballs of racing people is relatively easy yep. because of their fans, right? So when you get non Racing folk listening and, and saying they're enjoying the show. Good on you, Mick. Yeah, You're a legend. Mick. G'day, lads. Great sh- great show. I'm not a racing person. Can you explain what you mean by getting a car ready for Bathurst specifically? Cheers, Mick from Hillside. Mate, it's a, Bathurst is a very, very different place. And what Matty was alluding to is talking about car setup. So you're changing springs. You're changing shock absorber settings. You're changing geometry settings, which means... All the all the specifics of these cars, you know, they're, they're quite complex. And when what he meant by WAU was setting Chaz's car up at Sydney Motorsport Park, which was the previous race meeting before Bathurst, um, just they knew that the championship was out of reach. They couldn't win the championship because of where SVG or Shane Van Gisbergen and Jamie Wincup finished in the, in the races leading up to that point. So they decided to maybe not show their best hand at Sydney Motorsport Park for that final race meeting or two or final race or two and instead start working on some uh, set-up changes to the car that they think was going to be beneficial for them at the biggest race of the year, which was Bathurst. And the way you could do that is, yes, Sydney Motorsport Park's not the same track as Bathurst, but you can take a few corners, like turn one, for instance, really fast left-hander. You can get your car working through there, which then it should start working through McPhillamy, Skyline, the chase mm-hmm. uh, at Bathurst. So, yeah, there are certain corners on certain tracks that you can pick to maybe work. If we can get a car to work at turn one, turn three, and turn eight, mm-hmm. 
that's going to work at Bathurst at, you know, turn seven, turn nine, turn 12, turn 22. And what he means by working, Mick, is no understeer on entry, no oversteer coming onto the gas, riding the bumps really well, just being a nice, comfortable car to drive in certain parts of the circuit. And you can set and predict stuff like that and, and put settings through because some settings will work and some won't. And and also looking at working on engine stuff too, you know, they would have been working on their fuel economy. Yep. Because fuel economy is a massive, massive thing at Bathurst to uh, to make sure that you can do a faster fuel stop by putting in less fuel to get track position at the end of the race at Bathurst. So yep. all that sort of stuff. Big one mate, at Bathurst. It, it, uh, they would have been working on and, and it obviously paid dividends for them. And so what, good on you, Mick. Hopefully that answers your question. And uh, feel free to text in any time too, Mick, if you like us to clarify. But yeah, and that goes to anyone out there as well. 0433. Yes, and don't rush because we are here for the next 40 weeks. <laughs> yes. So uh, <laughs> 04 if you don't get us this week, we'll be back next week. 0433981116. Now, before I let you go, uh, before we head off, mm-hmm. uh, the big news today, Premier Racing launched. Uh, well, they launched a couple of days ago and they had their shakedown today. But uh, mm-hmm. our great mate, Chris Pither... He is back in... Which is a reference to his Coke money, but Coca-Cola money. Coca-Cola money. Cocaine money, but O-Cola money. In the last minute that we've got in the program, I want to ask you boys a question. How do you rate their chances compared to the Team Sydney debacle? I reckon they will Uh, actually do much better. They're doing a lot of right things, I've found. Hmm. I think and they're doing everything they can do, Nimsy. The, their biggest issue at the moment actually probably won't be car and driver combination or money. I think they've got all of that. It's actually getting a team personnel together and personnel and, and getting everything getting set base. up. Yeah, that's going to be their biggest. That's going to be their biggest issue. Um, I think you need to take a long term play at this, and you know the, he, uh, Peter Shibrus has done the right Zibrous. thing. Zibrus yep. has done the right thing and had the cars given a real birthday at Triple Eight. So they're about as good as they're probably. Were when probably they first the got far- him, Peter Zibris, Yeah, probably the fastest guy in the country. To be fair, yes, has a big drag He's racing. Got a drag background. racing team, very yeah. successful. Yeah. Runs, you know, obviously Premier top fuel. Other bits and pieces. Owns yeah. Premier Hire, which you know, it's going to be yeah. a, a battle of the hire companies as well as the phone companies in supercars this year. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, th- I think um, I think the uh, Gary and Chris are good drivers. Don't get it. Don't be ever thinking that they're not. Good drivers. Chris is good. Both uh, the Chris former. Is, actually, Chris um, is pretty great. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, nice one, Gary. Is inconsistent, I think, and can potentially be a little bit difficult at times. Um, but uh, I think you've got to have a long view to this, and I think you've got to be looking at Gen 3. Yep. That's right. This year is just a setup year, and hopefully they've got a couple of years. And by the way, all the all the fans out there, don't be hating on Chris Pither because he's got Coca-Cola money. Um, unfortunately, what happened to Fabian Coulthard had nothing to do with Chris. It was all the webs. And to be quite frank, I don't know, John O'Webb, um, but good luck, mate. See ya. Happy to have Zibris in. And yep. good on you, Chris, for getting another seat. Considering the fact that they did their launch at uh, with a nice NRL presence and a big pomp and circumstance, and we yeah. had the Team Sydney launch on the back of a flatbed... Um, <laughs> Yeah, the exactly. <laughs> and so, and Coke money and Subway money, great to see another big company like Subway in. Also, Fantastic. Also a great combination too. But that is it from us. We will see you next week right here on The Driver's Seat. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.